What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome back. This is Tuesday Night Titans, where it is time to get used to the slow Tuesday. Anyway, man, today's show, today's show, scrippers out here warning young women that showing their bits for money ain't worth the money all right what's going on here we're gonna talk about that we're also gonna talk about passport pookies are they ruined in thailand people are showing videos of the passport pookies out there in thailand now that the internet is going crazy men got money black men got money, I got money. and they're headed to the same watering holes that everybody seems to run to this isn't a shot at the passport bros but i know they're gonna uh tune in but we're just gonna review a video and then come to our own conclusion on that is this trying to call out the passport bros or the passport pookies. You know, there's a different group. There's a travel bros. There's a passport bros. There's passport pookies. There's all kinds of brothers in there. And um, are they out there ruining the game for the, the good watering holes? Are they giving away secrets? All right. That, that uh, people don't want to be given away. Uh, we know about Dominican Republic and all that stuff. All right. Uh, but are they ruining Thailand now? This is a video that we're going to show you over there. And we got some other stories to go on with the evening show. The evening show is a lot more relaxed. All right. So sit down, grab your favorite drink, whether it's an alcoholic or non-alcoholic beverage, and chill for about an hour and a half or so. And if you want to contribute to today's show, dollar sign CGA live on the cash app. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. Super chat, super chat on the notorious CGA channel in the building all right uh anyway philippines yeah man the philippines is just about to open up i believe that they're going to open up tomorrow we're going to talk about they're looking for amnesty related to the pandemic pandemic amnesty we are hopefully going to touch on that tomorrow it sounds like the people who basically are in the wrong all the people all the all the uh all the Karens, the mass Karens, all of these people that told you to do things, they were overreacting about the pandemic, the pandemic. Seems like now they take in the backseat. Oh, well, let's just let bygones be bygones. Yes, we did some dirty deeds because we were scared. We were pissing in our pants. Them baby boomers that masked up everywhere. Now that they've ruined the rest of the world, now that they see that there's nothing to worry about two years from now, which I told people, I was like, just let, just let it, just let it go happen. Nothing's going to happen. Crazy. Now they're like, well, let's let's forget about all of those things we made you do after they were out there hyped up, concerned. They had jaw ninjas running out there going crazy. They had cities burning down. OK, they had y'all out here voting for Biden. Hey, I told you to do Biden. Now we done lost a damn vote. We done lost a vote. That's going to go to Trump. Yeah, man, they had y'all doing some reckless things. Ah. Yeah, man, like, uh, let's forget about all of that stuff. You're going to see the interesting article being pushed out there for the masses, the normies, the ham and eggers, the oxygen thieves, the knuckle draggers, the mouth breathers. All right. These people are trying to, after they got scared and pissed their pants, now they want to be sorry for 2004. Right. But by the way, I brought that up because it looks like the Philippines is about to open back up. And for the pure bloods out here, that's an opportunity for me to go out there to the Philippines and clap some cheeks. Anyway, shout out to Albert Wesker. Oh, 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 domain stick them over on the super chat. Appreciate y'all for super chatting earlier contributors to today's show. Uh, domain stick them says, I found me a gordita. He says, and I'm going in. Shout out to her. It's winter. It's winter. 
So they make for a good bed mate for a couple of minutes. All right. Shout out to Apple Wesker says titillating juices don't pay like it used to. And we're going to review that for a lot of young women. We played that one woman. She was she was an OK looking woman. She was average. Uh, but the, but the 400 pound club owner said you too fat. He was like he saw her and was like, ma'am, get the stepping. All right. And she's like, what? On Tinder, on on Instagram, I'm hottie. All kind of men are on my DMs. Don't don't mean that means that don't mean you can strip off your clothes naked. Hey, ladies, if you watch me, if you watch me, one thing I'm going to tell you. Maybe we'll tell you later. <laughs> All right, we'll tell you later. Shout out to Chief Drum Hacks. Check in, coach. Wow. He says, I caught this morning's stream and on repeat, and it was fire. CGA is the goat. Appreciate y'all, man. Speaking of checking in, sounds like when you got to go to Houston, you better check in. Even when you check in, you can get the calamity clap. All right, you can get the piggity pow. You can get the bleggity blow. Blah, 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 blah. You get the booyaka shot out there, boy. Even when you got security, I mean, I don't know what the hell is going on there. I saw the video and I see the stories and the details being released. <sighs> yeah, it just pains my soul uh, to see people go down like that worth 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 11 million dollars. And you get clapped at a dice game. Mm. Appreciate y'all, man. We in the building. Jammer understands. Good to see you again, brother. Brown 310 is in the building. Shout out to you, West Coast. T-Mon Jr., speaking of somebody getting clapped. He says, Coach, one of the speakers was banned from the 21 convention. Are you allowed to speak on the specifics on why he was banned? Also, seeking don't work the same in small cities. This is true. He says, a bunch of single mom mastodons in the building. Yeah, we get to, we talk about that on um, CoachGregAdams.Locals.com. We'll go from city to city and see what's going on. Yeah, when you live in, listen, small town dating, it doesn't matter if you're on a dating app, dating in person, or um, going on any type of whatever you're going on is going to be busted. All right. So don't blame, don't blame that on being in a small town. Small town dating is a disaster anyway. Okay. But, um, and small town Tinder is a disaster. So is small town Bumble. Uh, but, um, oh, he's asking about the speaker who got banned. All right. All, all I know is I didn't know. I didn't see the incident happen. I didn't see the speech. I know the person. And obviously I know the person who did the banning. And from what I understand, just based on what, what, what was released, he made a statement saying that he shared a slide that he did not agree with. That That's all I know. I don't know what the slide was. I don't know what, if there was a big uproar. It happened. I wasn't even around. So uh, I can't tell you any specifics other than that. So I was there. I was there at the event, but I don't know what happened. I wasn't at the speech. And I didn't see anybody get tossed out. So there you go right there. That's all I know about it. But uh, anyway. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Oh, we got to check out what's happening on Cash App over here. Over here. All right. Tony the Battalion is back over here. Shout out to uh, Muscular Omar. Mas ma wait a minute. Masculine Omar, not muscular. Pause. Mm. Masculine Omar in the building. Shout out to you for your contribution over on the Cash App. Mr. Potts is in the building. What's the difference between Passport Pookie and Passport Bro? I believe it's a class distinction. It's a class distinction. So a Passport Bro is a little more sophisticated in his travel. He knows to obey the laws of the land. He's not trying to stick out like a sore thumb because most of these places you're going, you already stick out. And he has a tendency to operate and function how other travelers will function. A passport pookie goes over there and, 
and he might be not in the best class element here in the United States. And then he goes over there and he acts a fool, right? He, he now realizes he's in a distinct class of wealth comparison to the men and the women that, uh, that, that live in that country. And he treats them like dirt, right? And he, and he can do that because he can get away with that because somebody, even somebody said in the comment section before I went in, the passport bros or the passport pookies actually help the economy, right? Any tourism is great. And if their country depends on tourism, especially sex tourism, as we know, is a thing. If they depend on that, it's not like they're going to kick them out. But the behavior then becomes a black eye on the game for everybody else. So this distinct class of passport bros, they're not trying to do that. But the passport pookie is going to do that no matter where they go. They have a tendency to do that. Then it it actually makes it harder for the new men to come in. And believe it or not, I know people don't want to talk about this, uh, but people who have good conversations and good information, pro people who are in X works, SEX work, women who work in SEX work, know who to deal with and who not to deal with. So, um, and, and particularly in many places, even in our locale in the United States, even overseas, um, a lot of women won't deal with black men They'll deal with you. You're not going to get the best of the best of the elite of the elite. And even then, sometimes they'll have their guard up. They'll have their guard up. And when it comes to black men. So there are some workers that won't work with black men at all. And you're going, wow, these are poor. Like they avoid it. They, they're like, oh, do I have to? They say no black guys. Now, <laughs> the conversation that needs to be had, the the conversation that needs to be had is why and it ain't racism. Sometimes they be trying to do four for one. <laughs> Brothers go over there and they be like, okay, all be like, how much? And she be like, me love you long time. How long? Love fuck. Love fuck $25. Okay. Brothers be like, okay, all four of us. They be trying to run the choo choo. They be trying to get the love fuck for $45 for four ninjas. <laughs> it's just like it's like oh no sad it's sad but you know passport pookies do stuff like that and then they ruin it for the next brother to come in here this is why somebody says no 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 negritos this is why um you know uh, a brother like me i'm only dealing with the high class i ain't trying to go meet no nah we only dealing with high class. I'm going to the where the high class spot is. But but a lot of brothers don't. We'll, we'll talk about that. It's a whole thing. And I think people do lose. Um, uh, people get other people in trouble. People get other people in trouble. So then I see brothers saying, hey, this is where I'm at in the Dominican. And it'd be some roughneck shit. Like, damn, brother, like you could have stayed in the United. Mm. <laughs> Like you just going down there to get stragnishas that speak Spanish. I'm like, don't go to South Sua and get the stragnica, strag, the women that look just like the stragnisha, but she just speaks Spanish instead of English mm. or Ebonics. I don't know what to tell you. They went to the body. I mean, well, most of it is the bar, but don't go get a stragnisha looking chick and just. This is a tough conversation. The passport bros are going to watch me and be pissed, but I don't care. I'm not dissing them as a unit. I'm just saying we're going to see it. it. If you don't know and you've never been to these places, you'll find out when your ass go. You'll find you'll find out when your ass go. 
Okay, and you show up and Mr. Negrito, Mr. Ne you'll show up. You walking down the street and the hose is running, holding a peace lead. They'd be like, no, Negrito, no, 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 no. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, anyway, I'm just messing around. So anyway, they'd be like, uh-oh, he, he, he come. No, 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 no. Como estamos bien? No, no, no. No tienes, no tienes. <laughs> no me gusta, no tienes, no. No, 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 no tengo, no tengo. <laughs> no, no comprendo, no, no comprendo, no, 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 no. So anyway, <laughs> shout out to everybody. I'm just messing, but somebody says I'm gatekeeping. No, I'm not. I'm just, look, man, have fun. Mucho mucho grande. Oh, no, 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 no. So anyway, shout out to everybody. Look, man, let's get into the show. Before the passport, you know, passport bro sensitive. Not the bro. I, yeah, passport bro sensitive. They, they, they're like the modern day MGTOW. Shout out to all my MGTOW brothers out here. And I'm not redissing them. But if you just mention their name and you don't affiliate with them, whatever you say, they're going to make 50, 11 videos. And they just going to cut out the chunk. <laughs> they're going to come out the chunk. They're going to cut out the chunk. Put your name, all your face, all on the thumbnail. Cut out the chunk they don't like. So you got to speak real specific about their element, right? They're going to cut out the one chunk and be out there repeating that shit over and over again. Look at Coach Greg Adams against us over there. Super sensitive. Super sensitive group, which is kind of like a... Mm, I get it. Stand up for your thing, but... <laughs> anyway, I, I don't diss the passport bros. I'm not dissing them. See, they're not going to put that chunk in. They're not going to put that in there. We're just going to talk about it. We can talk about everybody around here. Everybody can be talked about. And y'all can look. Y'all can also make a video about me. You know what I mean? Get your views up. Get your get your views up if you want. You know what I mean? We the biggest thing going around here. The coach gang. This is the Bruce Wayne. This is This is the free agent lifestyle. This is the speaker of truth and yours truly. Yours truly, the king of content in here. We was the big talk of the town the last two weeks. This is the king of content. All right. In the building right here. This is Coach Alini. This is Coach Adamus in the building. You know who this is. Everybody knows who I am. Don't try to act like, don't try to pull a feast on me. Well, I've never seen this content before. No, 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 no. When it comes to this space, you know about the great Coach Adamus. It don't matter about no statistics. It don't matter about no damn subscribers around here. This is Coach Alini. Yeah, this is the Buddy Ryan defensive system around here. You know who I am, the author of the Free Agent Lifestyle and the Evolution. The link's in the description box below. Yeah, we've been riding this. We've been doing this. Shout out to you. We've been riding this damn thing for four years. Don't act like I'm a new guy in the building. I've been putting in this work. People have been using everything that I, we've been talking about out here. We invented the phraseologies in this building. <laughs> All right, man. We just good, man. I'm glad. I, I love the evening show. Oh, I thought we were done doing the contributions. No. Shout out to Mr. Double O, Double, Mr. Oppor what is this? Mr. Opportunities in the building. He says, I'm retired in Thailand, and these pookies shaking my damn head. Uh-oh. Yo, we need to speak up. He said, uh-oh. He said he's in Thailand, and the pookies acting up. So don't get mad at me. Don't ask me to show my passport stamps. I've never been to Thailand. I'm just going to let y'all know. I've never. I've been to these other places they say they, you know, be popping. And sometimes they be popping. All right. Um, Albert Ingram, you haven't been reading my chats on Vimo. I have. You be missing it, bro. I get you every single time. I get you every time. I, I go right through them. 
All right, because I actually check. I always go back. Look, this morning, I'm going to tell you what you said. But he's like, man, you've been leaving me out. He says, I, you said this morning, a rapper named Takeoff was deleted. I said that. <laughs> all right. And you also said, with all of this info out here and women telling on themselves on social media, I have absolutely no sympathy for men who still roll the dice. He says, you deserve everything you get and more. All right, that was probably after the show went off, just to tell you the truth. And then you also said, ABC just reported, a poll found that early termination was fifth amongst voters. That's what you said the previous stream. So I got you, brother. Don't, 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 don't get me. All right. Shout out to Albert Ingram. He says FCC commissioner urges U.S. to ban TikTok. We got to play that video of allegedly what the kids in China see on TikTok. They have a it's not called TikTok for them. It's called another app. But kids in China the comparative app to TikTok, they see inspirational, motivational type stuff that encourages people to do things, not just shake titties and ass, all right? And over here, they're showing us much different quality. They're showing us something different, which I will then say, and even Donald Trump said earlier that it's a Trojan horse to influence our society to go the wrong way or left, so there's a great video that puts this out here. Now, again, I don't know if the video is accurate. They are just telling us what they're showing you. I'm not in China, so I don't know what their TikTok is showing you. But they're showing you a comparison of what Americans are seeing on their TikTok and what Chinese citizens are seeing, um, seeing on their TikTok or what their TikTok app is. And I'm saying it's a Trojan horse. It, it is a, a bunch of information to distract the lemmings and the ham and eggers so you are not inspired to do great things. You're distracted. You're distracted. Yeah, it's all alleged. But I, I would probably say it would be true. So it's a Trojan horse. And China, it's a Chinese app, right? So if they're the ones influencing people to do this and young girls are like, oh, I need to get out there and shake my little moneymaker too. All right, and I'll be going out there, shake that little thing. Faith says, hey, Coach Pastor Adams in the building, the last 20 to 30 minutes of your earlier content had me stomping. Like I was in church. And he says, I don't even patronize church anymore. LOL, no offense. But God is indeed using you and brothers like you. And shout out to the Chronicles of Judah. Appreciate you. Faith is in the building. Shout out to Pretty Feet Faith. Pretty Faith Faith's in the building. She's in the building. But uh, I had to get on my, I had to get on my um, pulpit this morning. And shout out to the Brother Chronicle of Judah. Great, great content. I don't know if he makes content on YouTube anymore. So. And his other content, I think he deleted. I'm not sure. Last time I checked, and it was probably a year ago. So I don't even know. But appreciate you. Uh, we walk in the spirit of Elijah, the spirit of truth. And this is why it's very difficult for me to become popular, infamous, famous, whatever it is. Not that I need to. But people don't want to hear this. It's much easier to live in complete debauchery. Right? We all partake. It is what it is. We got three on the PayPal and we'll get going. Actually, two. Amari McBride. Every time a video like this drops, dudes get their panties in a bunch and get emotional and run to say something is ruined. He says that he says they want something to feel exclusive to them so bad and uh, want to be the only ones who knows about a destination. He says, I see Arabs throwing money like this in Thailand for years. And it ain't nothing new. He says, I've also seen guys from every race throwing money in the nightclubs and go-go's. I will admit, though, ninjas look goofier when they do it. <laughs> mm. See, 
Amari, you, you're touching on something here. See, everybody knows the American Ninja. <laughs> We're the ones that are going to get the spotlight, right? We're the ones that are going to make us. You, you even admit, ninjas, we should save this for later. We should save this for later. And he says, dudes who say a place is ruined now is the equivalent to broke people always trying to cut back on expenses, subscriptions, and memberships. And they both eventually run out of shit to cancel. He says, um, just need to accept everywhere changes. Nowhere stays the same. Vets need to stop comparing everything to 10 years ago. So he's already ahead of the game. Thank you, Amari. You're already ahead of the game on the video. We might have to revisit that. All right, we're going to save that for later. We're going to save that for later. Somebody says TikTok made by Mongolians from Sushi City Sushi. Uh-uh. AD also says, today I forfeited my black card and officially am activating my bourgeois Z card, shaking my head, S-Y-S-B-M. We need a class distinction. Maybe, maybe I will be the first. I'm going to take some bullets for doing this, by the way. Maybe I'll be the first to make a class distinction for the American Negro. Oh, man, they're going to get me for that. You think they call me a sellout Uncle Tom now. But I'll be the first one to pull out a class. This thing. I'm going to have a graph, and I'm going to say, if you're here, you belong here. Everybody go to their corner. Oh, man, FBA going to be after me. Tethered foreign uh, Nigerians and Jamaica's going to be after me. It's going to be a mess. I'll be the first one. They'll be out there reporting me banning the house. They go get you canceled. Yeah. If I do that, that's going to be touchy. Maybe I'll wear a mask. I'm going to wear a mask. I'm not on my channel. I'm going to make another channel. I'm going to just mess my voice up. All right, you ninjas. <laughs> oh, man. Last one. Jose says, uh, there is a bar in Pattaya, Thailand, full of uh, Pookies and Ray Rays, down busted, Pillsbury biscuit Russian cans, <laughs> Russian Pillsbury biscuit cans. For some reason, there's a esh ton of Russians in Thailand, and even more since Thailand has not closed their borders to Russians. So are the Russian strippers out there? We got a funny video of some Russian woman getting knocked the hell out. So Patea's, uh, they got a whole bunch of Russian women out there. All right, I'm, well, they busted though. Anybody know about this place? They used to use the hidden drug dealer voice. Oh, yes. All right, let's get into the show. Let's get into the show. We don't snitch around here, so we're not going to cover the, the offset thing again or the takeoff thing. Uh, do these women like this have any shame? Let's talk about this. Uh, women are particularly looked at as the moral high ground in our society. We always use this phrase called the moral high ground. Typically, when you see something bad, it's typically a man doing it. When you see a woman doing it, they give her all kind of out. Oh, well, it was Jermaine's fault, right? It is all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's fault. They have phrases like hashtag believe all women. Why will women lie? Why will women steal away? And they will always say, yeah, it's just little white lies. Women lie, but it's to protect people. Now, this came from a video of uh, somebody that had a ring bell on Halloween. Let me know your opinion on this one. This is a video, apparently, from someone who knows. Oh, they have the volume, too. Um, it looks like a nice suburban neighborhood. And uh, the, the person is too lazy to stand out there and dish out Hollywood candy. Uh, they got a drunk Nancy. A drunk Karen comes over with her titties all out. Um, and <laughs> she comes and dumps 
dumps all of the candy. I'm is I'm just gonna assume it's trick or treating is over. Okay, so I'm assuming I'm assuming the trick or treating is over. And she even looks in the camera. She knows she got caught and she still walked off. She kind of hesitated just a bit though when she saw the camera. See, she doesn't see that she definitely drunk with them eyelashes on. This might be a drunk Maria. She might be a Maria. You see, she looked at the camera and she oh, oh damn. All right, her hair extensions all messed up. She already drunk. So is she in the wrong? Are we wrong to say? Are we? Uh, I'm sorry. Is she right for doing this? There's people in the comment section that saying, hey, that's the owner's fault. They left all them Snickers out. Or is she an asshole for pulling out this move? We're going to put up a poll. We're going to put up a poll. All right, hold on for a second. I'm going to have to say. Who's in the wrong here? All right. Is it this? Is it this Ku Klux uh, Karen? Hold on for a second. I can't get my thing up. Is she? I'm going to just put, is she wrong for stealing the candy? This is the moral high ground. These are the people who do these things in the cover of night and the women say, well, it was his fault. Is she wrong for, wait a minute. Did I, did I put it up there? Where's the poll? Oh, there it is. Is she wrong for stealing the candy? Meaning, if she's not wrong, it's the owner's fault. Or do women not do this, right? <laughs> All right. Does she got her toes out? Let me see. I want to see them things. Her titties ain't that bad. I'm going to tell you that right there. Uh, yep, she got her toes out. Let's see. She got some, dude, she built like an egg with legs. All right, how are her legs that skinny? Her toes are out, but she top heavy. You see how she top heavy? She built like an egg with legs. That's what I call it. All right, so that's enough of that. Enough of that. Let us know your vote on that one. These women, these adult women out here taking all the fun from the kids. Maybe she hungry. Maybe she hungry. Maybe her kids didn't get enough candy. <laughs> Maria. She looked like a Maria, though. Fat backs. Yeah, she didn't have a flat back. She got definitely had. She got fat backs. She built like an egg with legs. Right now, we got 83% of people saying, yes, she was wrong for this. 90 uh, sorry 17 percent says no it was probably they're thinking that it's going to be the person who left the candy out now just because i leave something outside doesn't mean i you know what i mean it should be taken but that's what it is you know if i leave my car running outside the 7-eleven i can't blame somebody for stealing it you left it out there she got some saggy waggies yeah those are saggy waggies for sure you know how they pluffed up like that but uh I take the messing with those. I take the messing with those. I would get after them. <laughs> Here's some things. Oh I Lord, have mercy. Okay. Uh, next one. Is this woman serious? Is dating getting this out of control? Let's put up this video here. This is a video on Instagram. Spiritual word. They're getting a lot of run on my channel. Shout out to them. I've been featured on their site a couple of times. Uh, let's see here. I've been gone viral on their site. This is another woman that's doing, this is what I expect men to pay for while dating in a relationship. By, wait, things I expect men to pay for while dating in relationship. Okay. And it says right here, I expect a man to pay for dates. Now, as you can see, this is not your top quality woman. She definitely got a crustache above her lip. Somebody says this is real. This is not fake. Um, she's got Frederick Douglass's wig on. She's got the runaway slave outfit on. 
And uh, apparently, allegedly, she's a plus size model. Now, she let's hear what she got to say. Uh, For a while, I'm dating him or we're in a relationship. Woo! All day. Sheesh. Like, sir, you're courting me. You're dating me. Like, you should be paying for the date. I don't pay for dates. So, I like, what are we doing here? Woo! Why would you ask me on a date if you're not going to pay for it? That Lord. doesn't make any sense to me. Woo! Lord, Lord, Lord. Good Lord. Jesus. Oh. Hey, look at this. Oh. Oh, my God. Lord, Lord, Lord. Jesus, this is hard to look at. This is hard to look at. Good Lord. Like this woman right here, she's serious about what the hell she's talking about. Man, I would not. Oh, I couldn't even be caught. Not of them on a slow Tuesday. God dang. That looked like somebody uncle. Let's continue. Now, I know you don't want to look at my crusty nails and my nails are never crusty because I'm a model. So. <laughs> oh, my goodness. She models. She models. What is she? The car or the horse? What is she? The the apparently she's a plus size model. People are saying that she um that she has made response videos to this and doubled down on what she's talking about. She built like a heavy Chevy model T. What the hell she models? Let's continue here. I have to get my nails done for shoots and like I usually upkeep my nails once every two weeks. So you gotta be able to afford my nails to be done. Oh my god. Oh, Jesus, help me. Once every two weeks. You just have to, to date me. Honestly, when it comes to hair, I have like that wash and go hair, but still products are expensive. Like my conditioners, my leave-ins, my detanglers, my co-washes, like hair is expensive. Oh, no. I mean, I got to be staring at her like, ma'am, ma'am, what the hell is your hair? Your hair looking like James Brown's hair with that conk in it. She got that conkaline going on. Sheesh. All right. What else she got to say? This is getting reprehensible. So I'm going to need you to front the bill on that. You know, like you need to help me out. Now, if you guys don't already know, Ubers are a given, a must. Like, I do not pay for my transportation to these dates. You must get my Uber. That is just the standard. I don't like looking like a bush monkey, so waxing is a given. I Jesus. A bush monkey? She could describe... <laughs> okay, Uber her. You got to... Oh, my God. So she don't have a car. She must live in New York. I'm. Oh, my goodness. What is there to say about this? I feel like nobody wants to see that. So she, ob she obviously in between lip waxings right now. She's definitely in between. Where's her? Give me her name. I got to find out where her name is, what her name is. What I want to see the pictures of her when she's done up. You got my wax, right? You got my wax. Now, further down the line, I'm not talking about the first few dates, but eventually you're going to have to pay my rent. Like, due, girls got bills to pay. Due, Black women's favorite words is bills. Black women's favorite words is bills. I don't think many people say, I got bills to pay. Like, you know, pay my bills. Like, 
bills are yours. You own those bills. Now, I'm sure you can find some dude that'll pay the bills, but be like, you got to pay my bills. Like, what the? F <laughs> right. I mean, somewhere down the line and all, you know, I got bills to pay. So does everybody else. Like, who doesn't have bills? But, you know, your mama used to be like, bills, I got bills. You going to pay these bills? And I am too feminine to, like, pay for myself. So, I mean, I do that now. But, like, if I'm with you, why would I pay for my own bills? <laughs> Wait. So, you, when when I'm not with you, I mean, assuming I was, you were paying your bills. But when I'm with you, you want me to pay your bills. Like, you. You. Out of all the people I'm going to pay bills, you with your hairline receding, looking like Al Sharpton. I mean, look at that face, bro. Dude, she built like a whole, she built like a whole, um, what's the brother's name from the Cleveland Browns that was just paying? Miles Garrett. She built like a, and looks like a whole Miles Garrett out there. This got to be a man. Oh, no. Here are some things I expect a man to pay for. She talking all like she didn't clear out her nostrils. She got a damn sinus infection and all that. She need to just huck a loogie or something. For a while I'm dating him or we're in a relationship. All dates. Like, sir, you're courting me. You're dating me. Like, you should be paying for the date. I don't pay for dates. So, I like, what are we doing here? Why would you ask me on a date if you're not going to pay for it? That doesn't make any sense to me. Now, I know you don't want to look at my crusty nails, and my nails are never crusty because I'm a model, so I have to get my nails done for shoots, and, like, I usually upkeep my nails once every two weeks, so you got to be able to afford my nails to be done once every two weeks. You just have to, to date me. Honestly, when it comes to hair, I have, like, that wash-and-go hair, but still, products are expensive, like my conditioners, my leave-ins, my detanglers, my co-washes. Like, hair is expensive, so I'm going to need you to front the bill on that. You know, like, you need to help me out. Now, if you guys don't already know, Ubers are a given, a must. Like, I do not pay for my transportation to these dates. You must get my Uber. That is just the standard. I don't like looking like a bush monkey, so waxing is a given. I feel like nobody wants to see that. So, yeah, you got my wax, right? You got my wax. Now, further down the line, I'm not talking about the first few dates, but eventually you're going to have to pay my rent. Like, girls got bills to pay, and I am too feminine to, like, pay for myself. So, I mean, I do that now, but, like, if I'm with you, why would I pay for my own bills? Oh, no. Here. Well... This is terrible. It's gotten this out of control. People think she's trolling. I know I've heard people say she was trolling. I think she's serious, in my opinion. I think she's serious. All right, man. Shout out to Ted. Oh, hold on for a second. Let me take this banner down. I think she's serious. I, people said that she's done this for quite a long time, and she's doubled down on her statements and all of that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. All right. 85-15 on the poll. Yeah. All right, so 15% of people thought that the owner was in the wrong. It was his fault. All right, shout out to Teddy KGB. Yeah, coach, as you spoke about earlier, there's a class to the Passport Bros. Some cats bring their mindset with them. Yes, and I believe that there's a class with the Passport Bros. There, there's this. So I'm not trying to take shots at any group altogether. All right, uh, let's see here. Thank you, brother. 
Well, what do we got over here? Did I get Jose? Did I get this brother here? Let me check if I got him. I think I got him. Um, yes, I did get him. All right, so Venmo. Let me make sure I get all the Venmos real quick. All right, we... Oh, Faith No More says Chronicles is on Patreon. Now he just puts out some content. So shout out to Chronicles of Judah. He's just doing the Patreon thing, which is not a bad idea, you know? If you think you're going to get censored and whatnot, all right, yeah, you would go over there. Dr. Thunder says Miles Garrett, all right? She built like a whole Miles Garrett out here, and she wants you to pay the money. Hey, Dr. Thunder, you paying the money? Hey, you going to see her? I got money. Now, listen, sometimes she could be good cheeks. It's not always about the looks, you know what I mean? Like, we got to be serious, but what she's asking for is out of line. Like, look, you lucky if you get this. You lucky if you get one of these. Just take it. But, um, yeah, man, to demand a dude's going to do it for dating? No, 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 no. All right. Jose says, yeah, a ish ton of Russian strip clubs out there. Okay. Um, do they got the, they probably drunk as hell out there. Russian chicks, man, be drunk. All right. Shout out to Shel Sheldon says, when the normies know about the foreign spot, it's over. He said it's over when the normies know. As we say over here, normies ruin everything. And uh, because of YouTube, we've been able to broadcast out to a lot more people. So if they do have the money, the normies do go over there and ruin it. All right, ruin it for the worse. Yes, yeah, they ruin it because either way, you want to defend your group of people that go to certain places, the normies are going to mess it up. I mean, and it doesn't even have to do with uh, passport bros. But if people start traveling to places, the normies are going to screw it up. Like it's just for instance, if you want to take a picture at a certain place. Okay. Um, and uh, the normies are going to be there clogging it up, messing it up for everybody, changing the rules, asking for stuff, and it's going to be bad. Shout out to JC. Rest in peace to the little homie. Take off. Stay away from the hood. Now, here's the thing. They're now saying, and I'm not trying to get people in trouble. I'm not snitching. They're now saying that he checked in with a certain somebody. I think it's Jay Prince or his son. He checked in, and he went. And he had they they were there present allegedly, and so he still got clapped with the with the right folks protecting him. Yeah, something's up here, man. Something's up. Dude had to lose his life like that, all out in front of them straggle daggles. Mm. Shout out the Red Pill Gamer. He says, "Hey CGA, why do single women always try to why do single women always try to keep their girlfriends from getting into a relationship and starting families?" I like your thought on this one. Great, great thought. Women are sabotagers. You know what I mean? I believe is there a different per name for a sabotager, saboteurs? I'm, I'm, I'm not. Women sabotage. They were sent here by the Lord to sabotage things. This is why we were put in the order of man to protect them from others and protect them from themselves. In their nature is the sabotage. The story of Adam and Eve says that. The story of Samson and Delilah says that. The story of Jezebel and the weak king Ahab. They sabotage, and they sabotage because they don't have a filter. Saboteur, okay? A lot of the things that they do are treasonous acts, all right? It, if, if, you did, if you did half the things a woman did, you'd, be, you'd have your head severed off. It would be treason, but they get away with it, right? And so a lot of times they sabotage their daughters. They sabotage their sons. Uh, they're selfish human beings. They sabotage their friends. 
uh, as they get older, they'll, oh, you should cut your hair off. It's much easier if you're when you're a mom to just cut it off, cut it off. You look great with a short pixie haircut. You look great with that short Karen hairdo. Oh, your edges are fine, baby. All right, you look good in them wigs. You look good in them. They sabotage everybody. And this is because competition. They're in competition always for mates. And they always want to look good. So they sabotage their own kind. Like um, every woman knows this, right? Like every woman that saw the woman tell the woman she looks great in the dress only to say that butch look crazy when she walks away. That's sabotage. And they hate when another woman wears something near what they're wearing because, you know, the whole idea, oh, I wore that dress. She can't be here because I'm wearing this dress. That whole stereotype. That's because um, they want to sabotage her. They want to make it uh, her that has to go home and change. Or it was her fault. They'll sabotage the entire evening. Your evening's going good. They'll sabotage it, right? One thing about the nature of women that you have to understand is uh, because they're emotional, they sabotage things for the moment, and then they look back and they ask for forgiveness after they've wrecked it. They didn't mean to wreck it, but their emotions got the best of them. Thus, if a woman is married and her friends are single, she'll likely be divorced before she gets all of her friends married. So if a woman is married and she hangs out with single friends, she is more likely to get that woman divorced before that woman has convinced them to get out of the streets and get married. Also, um, if a woman is with a man and that man is having a good relationship with them, she'll sabotage that woman somehow and convince her to leave that man when the woman complains about her mate. This is why women should never discuss what's going on between their four walls unless she's being abused. She should never let her female friends know what's going on in the relationship because ultimately their friends are going to convince her to leave and then you'll she'll find out that her friend opened her legs to her husband while she moved out of the house. Oh, he came in and it was raining and it was cold outside and I told him to come in and push my insides to my esophagus. And then you're like, wait a minute, you told me to leave that man. Well, you know. In their world, this is why the order of man is such. I'm not talking down about women. I'm describing them. The order of man says we protect women. And you don't protect them from others more than you protect them for themselves. We are supposed to be the ones to tell them, even if we have to shake it out of them. This is not what you do as a human being. They were supposed to listen to the man, but now they don't have to listen to us. So now they do what they do and sabotage everything. You got to watch out for them. I mean, your own family will sabotage. It's, it's bad. It's just in their nature. You know, people talk about female nature. It's in their nature to sabotage. I mean, the Bible tried to tell you. <laughs> the Bible tried to tell you, and most of the time their sabotaging comes with feeling good. Oh, you'll feel good, and you'll get knowledge and information. Forget that man over there. You don't need him. I'll give you this. As the cover of my book says, the Eve, Eve eats and consumes the apple, the forbidden fruit. And then she's blessed with knowledge. But that knowledge is not put to good use. It's used in the order of Satan many times. It's a, it's a tough thing, man. It's just a reality. Shout out to JC says, I've also noticed so many men want the instant, want the instant purpose, but not the prerequisites. Being single is where the value is at. 
finding purpose is the payoff. He says, Coach, you really opened my mind. Shout out to my favorite African-American out here. Oh, look at my African-American over here. Look at him. Are you the greatest? You know what I'm talking about? Shout out to you. Um, somebody said you sent the um, Pasaki picture on IG. Um, I'm not logged in, so I have to, as purpose, I don't log into my IG, and I'm not logged in. I'm logged into another IG on my stream. It's a dog IG, so I can't do it midstream. By the way, um, yeah, men don't want to do the work no more. That's the thing. Men don't want to do the work. As I told you in the whole thing of us manifesting monogamy and making it work, monogamy did one thing that is not very good. It actually rewarded men for doing very little. Okay, so now we're entitled. As much as women are entitled, men are entitled. And so we're, we think we should just get a chick. Hey, women should get us and she should be with me and she should listen and submit. Well, we're one of the few societies that have been organized and structured around monogamy, which most men could get a woman without doing very much. That was called programming. But in past societies, it's been always, you better show your work. <laughs> you better show your work to get some booty. 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 You better show your work or you ain't getting no booty. Somebody else is going to get booty and there could be a man with 50, 11 wives. You got none. Many times you were born into that situation. You were born in the class. Uh, we're lucky. I want to say as much as people, things we complain about in the dating marketplace, just think, man, we're very lucky. We're very lucky. I mean, there would be times that none of y'all would have got nothing. You would have been dead on the damn, on the, on the battlefield and never have touched a woman. You will never have had stank on your finger. You will never have had stank on your finger. You would have wished you would get one piece of stank. Like you knew your whole life, you would never touch no piece leave. You just knew like you was like, I ain't never going to get no stank. <laughs> um, there were men who were like, okay, we'll let you get close to the stank, but we're going to have to castrate you. You're going to be, a, you're going to be one of the eunuchs that protects my concubines. And you were like, well, that's better than getting no stank. <laughs> so you got to look at the woman at least and get to see her naked. I'm here to protect you, madam. As you are one of Mr. CGA's concubine, at least I can look at you. You know, back in the 1500s, she take off her panties. The whole room fumigates. You'd be like, oh, Lord. Walk into the room. <sighs> Take her thing, take her panties, take her bra. You got the whole bra. Yeah, her whole corset. <sighs> that was the closest you were going to get. Dudes had to climb in trees with binoculars to see a titty, to see one titty. Like, you could go down to the store. They didn't barely have any dirty magazines. No prawn on VHS. No prawn on your phone. Do you see a woman? And she had them cone bras with them cone-ass titties back in the day. You used to be like, damn. She got her ankles out. Yeah. <laughs> so I just said it. She got her ankles out under her, uh, her big-ass hoop skirt. Damn, her ankles, though. She got them little socks with the furry ball on the end. Oh, man, her ankles. Boy, 
<laughs> You'd be like, and when she gets home, I'm going to follow her home. I'm going to climb up a tree and get my binoculars out. Oh, my Lord. You'd be, she'd be like, oh, take it off slow. Oh. Think of that, dude. That's what dudes had to do. Then they had dirty magazines. Then prawn, you had to go to a whole movie theater. You had to go to a theater with a ticket. I am here to see the dirty movie. I'm here to see Long Dong Silver. You say your tickets, they see your creepy ass going in there. You go in there. 15 minutes, you run back out. I'm all done here. Well, the movie just started. Well, I just. <laughs> you get caught in there like Pee Wee Herman. Like, that's how bad it used to be, man. Do y'all realize how lucky you are? You walk on the floor, it's all sticky. You sit back in the seat. Somebody just been warming up. They didn't finish themselves all in the seat. You had to go in there and just sit in that seat. All right, start the movie. Long ass scene you had to wait for. You like, hurry up. <laughs> like, this is what, how far we've come. Do you realize this? And it has also made us lazy and more entitled as men. Now we don't even have to work. We don't even have to get out of our seat. You know what I mean? You just you, do. By the way, you used to have to log on. Remember us? You used to have to log on the internet. You get your dial up on, dial up. You've got mail. You be like, man, forget about all that damn mail. Debaucherous.com. You go right to the site. Oh, click on one image. That shit just load up for like two minutes. You're like, oh, wow. And there's her leg. Oh, my God. Is that her shoulder? It's just loading up for two minutes. Make for this picture to load up. It don't load up halfway load up. What is this shit? Refresh two more minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. You try to save one picture on one floppy disk. You got three pictures on one floppy disk. I'm going to save that. Right-click save. Save to what? Your hard drive got 26 megabytes on it. 26 megabytes. There ain't no saving, no videos, no nothing. <laughs> Somebody said print it out. You print it out on your inkjet. Your mother come home. What the hell you print now using all my ink? You lose up all your ink printing out one Picture a prom. <laughs> man, please. No, stop. We we got it good, man. As much as as bad as it is, we got it good. Your grandfather used to go to the nickel store, the nickel, the nickel strip joint. He walk in, he got a nickel, he put it into the machine. The curtain come back. It's a lady doing like this. For 25 seconds. Da -doom, da -doom. And then right when this curtain started coming down, she started taking her bra up. Oh, you like, oh, oh damn. Oh, hold up for a second. Let me get my nickel. Put your nickel in. Then she take it off her bra like this. She turned around. Da -doom, da -doom. She turned around. She do all that shit. You like, don't turn around. She take her bra. Boom. She throw it. The curtain start going down. She start taking the hand off. You like, oh. Oh, ah, damn, this my whole rent money. Put the damn nickel in. She finally throw the titties out. Da -doom, da -doom, 
Right when the curtain on now, she started taking off her clothes. You like, oh, you come back home. Oh, baby, I lost all my money. I got robbed out there. I lost 50 cents. She like, how are we going to play the electric bill? <laughs> your rent's due, mother- you lost all your money at the strip tease. <laughs> that could have paid. That could have paid for three months of electricity. <laughs> they call it the Nickelodeon. Hey, man. It's bad out there. It's, it's, we got it good. Let's get into this. Let's get into this. Hold on for a second. <laughs> Somebody says, I can hear Uncle Ruckus saying sweet white center. Or which part? Which which woman? Anyway, which woman? Which which one was that one? Oh, the oh, I don't know. Uh, shout out to the passport. Let's do the passport, bro. Hour and a half we're supposed to. Let me see. What is this? Oh, this is from a guy named Razor Rays. All right, he's gonna do. I, I don't know what side of the aisle he lands on. He's basically saying. Is Thailand ruined already because of passport bros? And he he links in Zoom to Thailand, who's has a channel that kind of makes Thailand attractive to people, right? So I think he's I don't know if he's dissing them or not, or he's trying to get the audience of them. But um what, what he's gonna show is let's go ahead and show what he's showing here. Uh, fair use, fair use. All right, so they're, these guys are obviously on a stage. I don't know if they're performers. I don't know what they're doing. They look like they're performing, though. So it makes me believe that they're not there. They're there for something else. But um, as you can see, there's some brothers out there. They're throwing money. What's up, guys? Razor Rays here with you again today. And as you see in the video, the money throwers have invaded Thailand. All right, so he got uh uh For months. I've heard. All right. So, oh, Lord. Hello. Look at that. Oh, I don't know, man. Let me check the pants first before I get excited. But she got the shoulders. Is she doing well? Let me check that Adam's apple. All right. Uh, so he's calling them the money throwers. Thailand was too far for the money throwers to invade. But lo and behold, the money throwers have made their way over to Asia. And now the money is. Yeah, there's some definitely some Thailand chicks right there, some Thai chicks right there. By the way, Thailand chicks are Thai chicks are overrated. I'm sorry, not over. Sorry, I didn't mean to say that. Thai chicks are underrated. They're underrated. They're a great experience. Sorry, just to let you guys know, uh, they're definitely underrated. Let's continue. Is flying down onto the beauties in the nightclubs. So there he is. Has he has a microphone? So he's performing, and I'm not sure. Does it matter that he's performing that they're money throwing in Thailand? We know the we know the we know the you don't need that much money in Thailand. So are they throwing ones or what? Or he has the stage. I don't know if he's a performing. Guys, does this spell the end for Thailand? And will the passport bros be blamed? This I think, in my opinion, somebody did say earlier. That he said um, Arabs have done something similar to this. And uh, I think it was Amari. He says, yes, I've seen Arabs do it. But he also says we don't look good doing it. 
like Arabs might do it and they know you they got aid or have money. But they know you're a pookie when you go back home, right? They know you're a pookie. And what you're throwing here is not a big deal. It does look funny when brothers do it. It does look kind of, you know, but maybe I'm just examining from the lens and being critical of brothers. I'll admit, I'll admit, I might be examining it from a lens being critical of brothers just because. And that's not fair. That's not fair. But it doesn't look good because we know in America, would you be doing this in America? Would, would Arab people be doing this in America? Do they need to do this in America? Interesting, interesting context. Let's continue. This was a quick public service announcement from Razor Rays. Please like and subscribe to the channel. And I'm out. All right, so there's Razor Rays there. I'm going to play it without the volume in the background here. I, I think, in my opinion, uh, people do make it rain in strip clubs here in America. But um, were these guys in Thailand before the big boom of the Passport Bros? That would be the question number one. Question number two, we are now seeing more and more people doing this in the Dominican Republic. People do not like money thrown at them, even if they're poor. Even if they're poor, it can be reprehensible. Number three, they already have an opinion about black men, especially during sex work. That makes it harder for the next black man to show up and get somebody high class. So this doesn't do us any favor. Sure, other people do it, but is it good for, for when brothers do it? Yes, Arabs might be able to do it because... They got big oil money, but we didn't got oil money. We got corporation money, all right? Or you might got drug money. I don't know which one. I don't think drug dealers are going over there. Is this a good look? Is this a good look? Uh, I, I would say no. Just knowing that I've traveled before and this behavior out in public does not do brothers well. And I would. that's why I'm concerned. That's why I would judge a little bit differently because I'm going to judge knowing that this is going to hurt me when I travel. Right. When I travel, this is not going to do me any favor. So when I go to certain places, yes, more people come once more people know about what's going on. But if they don't treat the people with level of respect, at least and, and do this type of behavior, it's going to make it harder on me. So it doesn't matter if Arabs do it, Arabs do it because I'm not Arab. It, I, I'm just me. So if I go over there with my cargo pants, this dude wears an outfit like I wear. I wear outfit like this, so I would look just like him, and I would show up, and they remember the last time. Now, let me just say this. I see a couple of white boys in here. They're not throwing money, but again, this is just a short portion of the video. They're not throwing money. They're not. They're not. What did he call them earlier? The money throwers? They're not throwing money, but again, they don't have the mic either, so I don't know. And, uh, yeah, I think when Americans traveled over there, Thailand is nothing new. It's been a place, a port for sexual exploitation for a long time. With that being said, it's been a secret spot for many people or many people chose closer destinations. Now that the brothers can travel, is this what we want to be doing? Is this what we want to be doing when we go over there? I'm going to say, I know an old white man who lives there about to move to Florida. He said it's child support money. I can wear my Kevin Samuel suit. Yeah, I guess I can wear my KS suit. Yeah, Thailand been a spot for a long time. I mean, hundreds of years. Everybody knows where to go pick them off. I'm just saying, I don't think that now that we can get over there, more of us can go, that that's what we want to represent when we go. I don't know. Maybe until, you know, the arrows have been going. Listen, 
if you know anything about Eastern culture, we're new to the whole thing. We're new to the whole thing. Like we're the West is new. Even Europe for uh, um, Europe in a sense is new. Western Europe. It's pretty new, although it's been around for 1500 years. You know, you can trace it back to 1500 years ago. That's new in the landscape of the world. Uh, before Western Europe was civilized, they were barbarians. <laughs> Much of it was consumed by old Russia and Prussia. Okay, and they barbarianed each other to death. So before Western Europe was a thing and civilized, barbarians had it. Now, with that being said, the Mediterranean Sea is the locale of all of the supposed great civilizations, even northern Africa. All right. In terms of our history and what we know, Greece, Rome, and so forth and so on. And that includes the Middle East. They've all known Asia. They've all used Asia and known Asia. China had a great civilization as well. But the East was doing what the hell they were doing. And everybody West were either barbarians and even far West like us. They were natives. They were the Native Americans what we call the first nations, the Native Americans. So they had their own culture over there. All right. And then, then the Europeans went over there and took it all over. And that's recent history. So Asia has always been a great destination. It's always been a destination to be used as it's being used. So it's nothing new. With that being said, it's not a good look. I don't think it's a good look. I don't think it's a good look to go over there and do that. And if you support that, or maybe if you're making an excuse for it, you might not want to associate with that group of people because it's only going to make it more difficult when other brothers go to travel and you show up there and you'd be like, man, it was weird. The girls didn't want anything to do with me. The girls were running from me. The girls was running, holding a titties like this. Okay. The girls was like, oh, no, 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 no. It's crazy. So um, let me see here. <laughs> I've known women, and even in America, even in America, when if you cross to the dark side and you deal with, you deal with um, workers of, you deal with strippers. If you're not a hole in a wall, uh, strip club. If you're not in a pookie strip club, and you go to a regular strip club, and let's just say you're in there and you sit down, you sit down and it's somewhat full, but they have all nationalities in that strip club. I can almost tell you the strippers will deal with you last. <laughs> I'm just telling you they're going to deal with you last because they be like, he don't, we typically don't want to spend a lot of money. We're typically trying to get um, a cut. We're trying to either skirt off without paying the girls. Even Snoop has a line in one of his songs about when he was in Brazil and skirted off. And I, I don't know if he got arrested, but he got into some trouble in Brazil. He even talks about this. Yeah, you don't tip. Um, you're trying to get a two for one special. You're trying to get the hookup and they know. I've even had her people at restaurants, black people who worked at restaurants. They would say they didn't want to work with the people who came in for Sunday brunch. And it was a big group of black women or black people from church. And they were like, we don't want that table. He said, well, how much for one sip? How much for one rib? They like, we don't want to, we don't, they won't run the tip drill. We don't want to work that table. Why? They're not going to leave a tip. This is just, I'm not saying this is real. 
But this is what uh, people in restaurant industries think. They're not going to tip or tip well. They're going to order all waters and 100 slices of lemon and a whole box of uh, C&H sugar. And they're going to be making lemonade at the table. All together. Or they could dine and dash. Now, this is just a stereotype held against people. So with that being said, if it's people have these stereotypes, is it beneficial for us to go over there and let it fly? Oh, well, we'll just make an excuse. Other people do it. But do they get the stereotype? Right. Do they get the you know what I mean? It's it's kind of. <laughs> Somebody says, bro, come on. I had a person that worked in the restaurant industry. It was a black male and he was a pro black. But he was like, they would fight over to not get the people, big groups of black people at the tables. And they would be like, we don't want that table. And he described it as that. They'd be making lemonade at the table. They don't tip. Uh, five, when the bill comes, five people will get up and walk out, leaving seven people at the table to fend for themselves. They, that's how he described it. And guys, we've been, we've been in those scenarios. Soon as the bill come, oh, I'll go to the bathroom. Oh, they start walking outside, waiting by the door, waiting for everybody else. I thought you knew that that was the sign of dining dash. No, nah, man, we had to do it. And they didn't let us leave until we paid. <laughs> he says, it is all sales, coach. Been in sales. Uh, is it? It's in all sales. It's in all sales. Okay, so he's talking about it's, it's kind of not just sex workers. It's everywhere. <laughs> So what then I do is, yeah, somebody said I have to overcompensate. I have to over be nice. I have to over be pleasant. I have to make sure, okay, I'll give you some up front just so you know I ain't going to stiff you. I'm not going to stiff you here. There's here, here it is right there. There it is right there. Here's a tip. So, you know, so you can relax. So this is what we have to deal with. We're, we're not talking about the Arabs, right? The Arabs aren't here. They're, they're over in the Middle East. Let's talk about what we're doing here. We're sending brothers over there saying it's it's a good place for you to get what you need. But then you go over there and it's a free for all and you act like that. Then you come back here and then I go on my trip three weeks later and wonder why people tripping. He said, you take the L. We got to take the L. Uh, even when we talk about seeking, there's a group of people that will not deal with brothers on there. You almost have to set your profile and not put that you're a black male, even black women too. like put that you're mixed, put that you're other so you can pop up because they will they will exclude you from the search. It is crazy. So they'll exclude you from the search. All right. Like that one woman in Utah that got deleted, that white girl got deleted. And of course, it was a Nigerian guy. Was he Nigerian, Nigerian? It was a black dude. That's not going to bode well for you when you go to Salt Lake City and you pull up the site. Oh, here we go. Look at all these Kayleys. You're going to be messaging them. They're going to leave your ass on red. He says, I've been feeling it in Colorado. Yep. So this is what we have to deal with. And I know it's hard. Oh, you hard on the brothers. But um, I showed you a young woman who worked as a streetwalker. And even the streetwalkers were saying, no black men. Like... <laughs> Not them. Like, yo, she worked on Figueroa and she was like, I won't deal with any black men. And she gave her reasons why. She gave her reasons why. She was like, they either trying to pimp me. 
they got some hustle. They trying to stiff me. They trying to get me. <laughs> it's not because of the BBC. It's because they like they trying to hustle me somehow or they trying to they trying to turn me. They trying to take me away from my pimp. It is bad. It's bad out here. So, again, our behavior seems to affect a lot of people. And I think this is what he's trying to point out. OK. Let's talk about scrippers. <laughs> scrippers. Scrippers in the building. Scrippers saying and showing the reality of SEG's work. Ladies, don't quit your day job. Don't quit your day job out here. Oh, also in workers, they also call something damaging property. They have something called uh, damaging the property, meaning if you do get them in the bedroom, then you're doing the whole BBC. You're doing the destruction, right? You're trying to cripple the woman. And they don't like that either. Right? They're like, look, can you get it without having to demean and throw me across the room and blow the back out? I got to have I got a couple of customers after you. But you trying to stretch her out sideways, back ways, forward, throw her across the room, pile driver, clothesline. You can't damage the property. They got to work after they're done with you. <laughs> Some dude's like, no, nah, I got the beat. Anyway, no backblower outers. You trying to hit her with the clothesline from hell and all that when you get her in there. Some of y'all got to be. <laughs> so anyway, here it is. Don't quit your day job. Here's an article. It says Scripper shows the reality of exotic dancing, spicy dancing on TikTok by showing how she only made $8 in five hours. Yo. <laughs> Eight dollars in five hours. The guy, this is, by the way, in Vegas, there's a lot of scrippers. There's a lot of there's a lot of script clubs, uh, spicy clubs. I've been to a few, and it's damn near empty at this particular point. Now, I've warned people of this. We'll show the video, but uh, as you can see here, the strippers say a market crash is guaranteed because the script clubs are suddenly empty. This is in June of 2022. A scripper explained how script clubs can be a leading indicator in forecasting a recession. This is from May of 2022, and it's a leading indicator. But a lot of women, it says right here, a lot of women believe that when times are down, time to sell some peace leaf, time to go script, time to go get a sugar daddy. Okay, they lose their job, they get laid off, and then they want to go, well, I'll just sell a little peace leaf. Well, the problem is, you're doing it at the wrong time. The market's flooded full of single mothers trying to make a quick buck. They're flooded with students trying to get some top ramen. They're flooded with women who got laid off on their job and you're late to the game. And women will do this thinking, oh, I'm down and out. So I'm trying to sell. It's the worst time to get in. It's like trying to get in crypto in 2021 or 2022. All right, Bitcoin at 70,000. I'll get in. <laughs> Oh, it's popular now. I'll get in. And then you lost your ass. Okay. You lost your ass in November and in January and in February. You lost all your money. So let's see here. This person says here, uh, some strippers uh, believe a recession is guaranteed because script clubs are empty. And it says a uh, Twitter 
user who goes by the name of I don't know what her name is on the platform says when people spend less in strip clubs, it's a sign there could be a recession on the way. The strip clubs is a sad leading indicator, and I can promise y'all we are in a recession. This was in May. Me getting stock alerts just to decide whether it's worth it to go to work. And uh, people took the comments to confirm her sentiments about script clubs quiet, quietening down. They're, they're rough right now. Script clubs are not the place to be working. The script club and the casinos, I work in the casinos. We are not, we have not been this dead, not even during the height of C-19. And the people who do come are stiffs and generally uh, are cheaper than usual around this time of year. I had a friend who stopped scripting after the 2008 housing market crash. And she said it was not worth dealing with the men. Prior to that, she was making over $2,000 and up a night. And she said it went down to $300 a night and she got out quickly. Definitely a good indicator of how the economy is doing. Okay, um, let's go here. We already got that story. Remember this? Uh, people went and flooded OnlyFans. They thought they were going to get rich. And guess what? They, they got broke. Jobless, selling nudes online, and still struggling. So the sad part is women think, oh, I'm going to go shake my moneymaker. I'm going to shake what my mama gave me. And these ugly horse face mastodons, they're, they ain't making the big dough. And as you can see on your Instagram reels, Instagram's now promoting prawn. There, there's no ifs, ands about it now. Don't act like I'm the only one seeing it. Instagram's promoting prawn. Period. All right. If you try to act like I'm the only one that sees it, you out of your mind. They are showing nude images as close to nude as possible. Today, I saw a video. I saw a reel that came up on my suggestion. He says, you're the only one. And it was a lady getting waxed, her piece leave waxed, like a Brazilian wax. And it had the monkey hoof right there. Everything but the lips. Like everything but the lips under. She was totally nude with a top. First of all, the towel wasn't there. It had that moose knuckle right there. That that hump, and then and then they put a towel there, and they started the bruh. They started to put the wax on right there. <laughs> now this is just new because if you don't know, Instagram now has a subscriber button, and they're trying to get the OnlyFans money. So they've opened the floodgates to sex workers, and now people can go do their promote their their sex work or their OnlyFans type material without having to leave the OnlyFans. Instagram has opened the floodgate. I've seen areola. I've seen nipples. I've seen all kinds of stuff. So he says YouTube allowing semi-nude too. Yep. So YouTube and now have thumbnails with semi-nude women in them. And yoga and yep, they have it all now. I actually on my locals, I have a woman and they're simulating a dog thrusting on her and it came from my instagram suggestion box i put it on my locals page you can see it it's getting out of control he says but what about the children yeah people these are the things hafiz doesn't want to argue about and a lot of guys won't admit it but when you look at the video it has it has well over all of these videos have well over a million views so it's not like the only people that are getting it is whatever um, you know, all the per only the perverts will get it. I don't, I don't see any of these suggestions. It is crazy. So um, the problem is, the problem is 
a lot of women that were having to turn that route. And a lot of these companies know that they got to pay the piper. They got to actually have this in order for them to make money. Oh, YouTube as well. Um, YouTube as well is also suggesting that advertisers aren't advertising as much on the platform because of the economy. And with that being said, that's going to affect content creators. If advertisers aren't putting money in or they're putting money in to get featured on stuff that is alternative, then it's going to affect how you get paid as a content creator. Now, back to reality, back to, well, keeping the reality going right now. Let's show you this young woman here. Here she is right here. Let me see if I can make this larger. That's what she said. I like when dudes try to act like, oh, it's the only one. You're the only one. <laughs> Bro, trust me. By the time I see the video, it's got millions of views and millions of content. Uh, here it is right here. There's the scripper right there. Looks like she needs some braces, but I can handle her for a couple of nights. She's got everything but a good face. I'm not a big face guy, but, you know, unless I'm seen with you in public, but I'll handle her. She could get handled. Oh, my God. Hello. I am a spicy dancer. I have been at work today for five hours, and I have made one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight dollars showing all of my nooks, crannies, and valleys. So if you're planning on resorting to this job. Wait a minute. Y'all can't even see it. Can y'all see it? Oh, y'all can't even see it. My bad. Y'all going to want to see this face. All right. Hold on for a second. I just noticed y'all can't see it. All right, there it is right here. Let's see here. Uh, this is the woman here. She can get dealt with. Yeah. All right, continuing. Oh, my God. Hello, I am a spicy dancer. I have been at work today for five hours, and I have made one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight dollars showing all of my nooks, crannies, and valleys. So if you're planning on resorting to this job, anyone, please keep that in mind. You sometimes leave with negative money and a lot of emotional damage. I love my job, but every day is not glamorous. Okay, so um, one thing that I want to say here uh, on this one, most people don't know that the girls have to pay a fee to the club just to show up. Uh, the girls have to pay a fee. I don't know what the fees are. Uh, I would say $50, $100, $102. Well, let, let the strippers tell you. So they have to pay a fee to show up, to sit out there and get called up to do a dance. Now, if they don't want to pay the fee, they just don't show up. The more they don't show up, the more likely they just going to get bumped. And a new group of girls are going to come in and want to do spicy dancing. Then the club owner is going to say, hey, you ain't showing up. So if they pay, it's the stage fee. Tips look away by my humor. Stage fee. It's like barbers. It's $100, the virtual pimp fee. Yes. So it's $100 to show up. And then they get to call you. Hey, Kaylee, come up and dance. And then Kaylee comes up there. Ba-boom. Ba-boom. Right? So they got to pay $100. So they in the hole when they show up. They're in the hole. And then they got to make sure they make it back to 100. And then they want to obviously leave with some money in their pocket. This is why if you ever been to a strip club, they show up. They be like this. They come into the door. They be like, damn. <laughs> they be like, shit. You know, they need that champagne room. They need that well in there. They need that guy that's going to go $1,000 and go to the back room. They And when it's a tough economy, they'll do anything to get that money. Anything, any and everything.
because they're in the hole. They're in the negative. So that woman paid her stage fee 100 bucks, and she is negative $92 now. <laughs> and guess what's happening? Oh, it's bad. And this is what's happening in the economy now. Let's go ahead and see if we can play her again. Uh, let's see here. Play it. Oh, my God. Hello. I am a spicy dancer. I have been at work today for five hours, and I have made one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight dollars showing all of my nooks, crannies, and valleys. So if you're planning on resorting to this job, anyone, please keep that in mind. You sometimes leave with negative money and a lot of emotional damage. I love Woo! my job, but every day is not glamorous. All right. So, um, yeah, that's the reality of the situation for a lot of women out here. The woman running over to seeking. All right. I guess I'll do this. And then um, the women looking for dates and free meals. All right. I'll guess I'll go out with you for a free meal. The free meals aren't there. The, the sugar daddies aren't there. Sugar daddy got like, OK, I got 15 women to pick from. And then you're coming up here telling me, well, I'm not going to do anything nasty. I just want you to pay my bills. Then you have the woman out here pay all my bills. If we're in a relationship, then you have women saying, I'll be in a relationship. Just come on. Just come on. We'll figure it out. Then you have women trying to get pregnant on you. Because they know, hey, it's a tough economy. I'll get pregnant. I'll be pregnant during the whole thing. Then you have scrippers struggling. Scrippers struggling. Girls need Ubers. They ain't got cars. It's a bad mix. Unfortunately, you have OnlyFans people. Oh, these OnlyFans girls are making $50,000 a, a, a month. Let me tell you something. I've been with OnlyFans girls. I've been with scrippers. They're broke. They all got OnlyFans. They all got strippers. They're all scripping. They be broke. <laughs> they be out here. <laughs> I be, I know them. I've been with I've seen it. They broke. With that being said, this is not the economy for um for that anymore. We don't have that. We don't have the amount of men that are willing to just trick off money. Uh, just for the purpose of because it's getting tighter gas is expensive so people think men that have money are just still going to throw money around not in a bad economy they feel enough they're feeling the pressure too um they got to save for a rainy day and also gas prices are going up and their business most of the time entrepreneurs yo we trying to be like look we trying to survive out here i still have payroll to meet and you want to come in and make more than my middle level, middle management employees selling me some peace leave. Oh, it's crazy, crazy, crazy. Anyway. Anyway, so ladies, if you're if you know friends that are thinking about, all right, I'm gonna sell a little leg. Tell them to get a job. Get a soft girl error. All right. Peruvian heat. He says, what's up, coach? I haven't been able to catch the streams in the morning lately because of some trainings I'm doing at my job. He says, headed to the junior college soon. Hit me with that. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Yeah, man. They rents are due out here, boys. Getting bad, baddie, bad in the building. What do we got here? Speaking of, this is from Derek. Speaking of, oh, he said fake celebrity deaths. Are you? Wait. Uh-oh. Speaking of fake celebrity deaths, Google Mark Stacer and tell me that's not John Lennon still alive and well. I promise you, you won't be disappointed. All right, I'll look at it here, but I'll pulling it up on my screen. Are you conspiracy conspiracing John Lennon? Let me see here. Mark. Everybody has a doppelganger. Oh, he's a musician too. Oh, that's not gonna help. Okay, let me see here. 
He's a musician. How old will John Lennon be today? That would be the question. John Lennon age <laughs> at death. John Lennon's age now. Let's see what it would be. He would be 82. He'd be 82. So Mark Stacer at the time of this photo was 2003 when he would be 62. I think that guy's too young to be John Lennon. He would be 62. Yeah, the, the, it's a slightly off. And the image I'm looking at is from 2003 when John Lennon would be 62. And the guy doesn't, he looks probably 45, maybe 50. So I think the age is kind of off. But shout out to you, man. I'm in for a good conspiracy theory. I'm in for a good conspiracy theory. I don't, I'm not mad at you for that. <laughs> All right, listen, I'm on it. I want to know. Shout out to, uh, uh-oh, Lord have mercy. Shout out to my brother Vaughn in the building. He says, check out locals for a fat 304. Okay, I can't, I might not be able to show it. Just know I got guidelines over here. Uh oh, we got the girl. We we got the girl. Okay, so hold on for a second. Let me click on here. We got the girl, brother. Shout out to you, Vaughn. I'm here's the here's the woman. We got the woman on. Oh my lord. <laughs> Are you ready for this? Shout out to Vaughn B in the building. He did his research. Are y'all ready to see the woman? Yes, we got her. I know you guys probably have been talking about her. Here she is. This is allegedly the woman in the video. The model right here. This is the one. This is the one. That says you got to pay for my date. Oh, man. Some of these pictures I can't show. This is her right here, y'all. This is it right here, bro. This is the one. She does look better. Oh, she's on the oh, she's on the billboard. No. She's on this billboard right there. She's there. There she is right there. She's so, so my second billboard in Times Square. Speaking of square, man, what is going on, man? What are we? This is crazy, bro. These people are models. I mean. So I'm going to say this is real. Her video definitely does reek of real. Some of these pictures I can't show y'all. Somebody says she cute. Somebody says she's cute. Some people like them like this. I don't mind. I don't, you know, it is what you want. You know what I mean? It is what you want. So, oh, man. Yeah, this is a slow, this is not even a slow Tuesday. This is one of those, this is a regret. This is a regret. That That's filled with a lot of regret. All right, that's going to be one of them. It's like, oh, did I really do that to myself? That's my opinion on that one. I think you're going to be filled with regret after you bust. <laughs> Shout out to you. Thank you, brother. And don't go barrage or page. 
please keep all of the con context of this woman over on here. Thank you, Brother Vaughn. I appreciate you, brother. He said a fat, he said a fat hoe. My man Gary says, I gave a mom of three a shot and she blew it and I left. They're going to blew it. They're going to blew it. They're going to blow it. Because they always think, ladies, I don't know what's wrong with you. You always think of better offers out there. Ah, you ain't doing it for me. I'll, I'll do bad all by myself. And then they end up crawling back. Shout out to Todd. We'll call you Todd. He says, let me know. When you want to go to Thailand, I got you. Pause. You know I'm going to act a fool when I go out there. Just letting you know. I'm not going to be like a passport bro. But I'm not looking for them chicks walking down the street looking for a boyfriend tonight. No lady boys either. All right. I want the tippy, tippy top. I'm going to the tippy, tippy top, tippy, tippy toe, tippy, tippy tie. All right. Mm. <laughs> it going to be tippy, tippy tie when coach get out there. I want the best of the best. And, you know, I also. Yeah, I'm, I'm members of the Hey, I'm passport gang in the building. I'm passport. I'm pro passport gang. If you know, in my book, I wrote in there, get your passport 2018. So I've been on the passport. You know where I'm going. All right. Shout out to you. And um, Anthony says, Pookie's better not ruin Thailand before I go. You better go now. And actually. December is a time to go, but it's probably hard to get a ticket right now. I plan for Thailand to be my free agent lifestyle getaway. Uh-oh. So you better go soon if you don't want it ruined. Shout out to Mr. DG says Kamala, the Ugandan giant, is rolling in his grave off that big heifer. I can't imagine that this person's getting top model quality dates. Marriage causes divorce. What do you think of cohabitation too risky? I would treat it like a prenup. I would treat it like you. she's got to sign a cohabitation agreement. And if she's not willing to sign a cohabitation agreement, meaning what's in here is mine, all, like all of this stuff, whatever you want to stipulate, go get an attorney. Make sure she has an attorney. But I don't like cohabitation for me because I just like to work without all of the, oh, I got to catch up on PayPal. I don't like to work with all of the distractions. Man, there were some people who donated. I don't like to work with all the distractions. I mean, if the woman's here, she tends to distract me. Or she tends to be like, oh, I'll be waiting for you when you're done. No. <laughs> Get out my house. But I'm very much selfish when it comes to my house. All right. Shout out to Mr. Sony. He says, a voice of one calling in the wilderness. Prepare the way for the Lord. Make straight. In the desert, a highway for our God, Isaiah 40 and 3. Keep doing the Lord's work, Coach. Shout out to you. That was donated when we went off the air. Appreciate you, brother. And he's not even in America. I won't give his location up. Shout out to Blue Baggins. He says, I've been going to Thailand since 2013. This ninja activity you just saw is nothing new. Shout out to you. So shout out to you. Thanks for bringing a little bit of clarity to that because brothers are like, we've been doing this. So you see this blue baggins. Let me know if it's um, nothing new. If it's nothing new, does it affect you? Does it affect you negatively? Let me see. I don't know if you're a brother either. 
Shout out to Jose. Just saw Prager University post uh, Instagram short of Fresh and Fit. Remember when Prager you got in a spat with TFM two years ago? The RP is mainstream now and in no small part thanks to you. You have saved lives. Okay, shout out to you. Did they Were they posting negative about Fresh and Fit? I'm interested to know. I might have to go check it out. But yeah, PragerU and TFM and Sandman and all of them, PragerU has an infamous video of why men should get married. And at that point, you should think, man, this space better thank MGTOW for existing. Just so you want, if it wasn't for MGTOW, Red Pill would be dead long time ago. Okay. Kevin said, everybody that disses MGTOW, I will never diss MGTOW. Of course, there's there's fun to make for everybody. But if it wasn't for MGTOW, this space will be dead. All right. They, they, they held the line for a long time when this space was finicky with these damn um, PUA artists getting exposed. These walking trash receptacle STD pickup artists. And I see a lot of brothers trying to do pickup artistry now. Join my course. We're doing a master mail seminar. Would you sit your punk ass down? All right, make it about self-improvement. Do not sell a, sell dudes a dream about getting no peace leave. Not in this market. Just what we're going to teach you how to be. No, 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 no. When the PUA industry was dying, MGTOW was the one that held the line for the red pill. And it allowed that the other group that held the line for the red pill was uh, um, of the subsector of the black manosphere. The black manosphere, which I get told I'm black manosphere and I'm not really. I was always in my own lane, but that was more MGTOW than anything for the first couple of years, like um, hardcore. But but the, the truth was, the truth was, these boring-ass PUAs, they wasn't holding nothing. They wasn't holding. The, the, the biggest subscribers and the biggest views came from MGTOW. And most of the talking points, I know people think they originated talking points. Most of the talking points that people say right now come from MGTOW and Black Manosphere. They don't come from more or less um, the PUA, although there is still some talking points PUA. But most of those are like social psychology. It didn't even have to do with red pill. It was stuff that psychologists and anthropologists and all of those people studied and wrote in books. And then they took it and then they act like they invented it. So with that being said, that being said, people need to give credit where credit was due. Red pill would be dead on arrival right now. It would be dead if it wasn't for MGTOW and for a little bit Black Manosphere when they were at their peak because because they were the ones getting canceled. And, and, and uh, <laughs> somebody says uh, Paul Patrice O'Neill was the one. Patrice O'Neill was kind of precursor to all of that. He was kind of saying that stuff before. I think he had died well before Red red pill space was taking off in between PUA and that. Now, Tom Likas was way before. So we're talking about in the modern times, meaning going into 2020 from the years between 2016, 2016 to 2020, 2015 to 2020. Those are the years I'm talking about. Patrice and Tom Likas was before that. The times between 2015 and 2020, that was all MGTO. The, the space would be dead. The PUAs were just dying a death. They were dying a cold death. It looked like a Russian winter. They would not have helped. They would not have helped in that time. Keep this space what it was. Yeah, Patrice was way before 
Patrice was way before 2015, 2016. So you guys are naming all the people before. We're talking about the period before Kevin Samuels blew up, which would be 2020. Before that, 2018, 2019, 2020, 20, oh, sorry, 2017, 2018, 2019. That was the period of MGTLW. And before that, there was nothing bridging that gap to continue the RP. If you want to talk about Red Pill's face, there was nothing bridging the gap. Patrice was dead. Tom Likos was still on the radio. PUAs were done. They've been exposed as frauds. There was this dude. <laughs> Black Manosphere was hot. Black Manosphere was starting to hot, hot, get piping hot around 2016, 2017. The the um there was a dude. Twenty one studios was still kind of operating. They were still kind of uh PUA stuff. Then transitioned to where they are now. There was a dude that would be sitting up there, and there was a PUA. Remember PUA? Like, do you ever see these videos anymore? By the way, PUA sound like MGTOWs now. Everything they do sounds like anything MGTOW red pill. That's the only way they get around it. That's the only way they survive. So PUAs then transition to do their videos and titles. They just stole from all the MGTOW guys. All right. So that's the way they, and most of them are done. They realized that, that there, there was no money and they left. <laughs> they left. Or they tried to latch on to Fresh and Fit, right? Because Fresh and Fit kind of mo- operates in that middle zone. One day they're, they're like hardcore red pill and I'm not dissing them. Hardcore Red Pill, MGTOW points, and then PUA. They kind of got a mix. They're mixed of all of that. So then they can grab from everybody. Like, they're they're very respectful of the, the Red Pill space. They don't operate in one lane. They operate in multiple lanes at the same time. And then they're mainstream. So, um, but there was a PUA guy. <laughs> there was a PUA guy. He was going up there. He was like, this is how you talk to women. This is how you get them to uh uh commit he would walk up to him and he would be talking and then he would say he would slam his hand on the table i can't remember who this dude was he would slam his hand on the table and then right at the point of inflection of what he wanted them to do i said you're gonna pay attention to me like but it was some some it was some subtle subconscious ass like Then it was like, okay, watch me make out with girls on the street corner. And of course, the dudes that got his camera back in the days when there wasn't any like you, there wasn't like phone cameras. The phone cameras didn't have this good quality. They had to have the dude mic'd up with night vision ass camera. And then they'd be at a nightclub or a bar, scantily clad broad, come out staggering out to the corner. They got the dude holding the mic and the headphones. He's going to run game on her. Then he's going to make out with her, walk off towards the hotel. I want to screw you tonight. Cam- yeah, it looked like Cheaters episode. And then the camera's just standing there as they walk off and he grabs her butt. The next thing, if you want to buy my course on how to mac down women just like I've done. You know how many people fell for that shit? That was 2016, 2017. That was 2016, 2017. 
They killed the Red Pill space. Red Pill was dead on arrival. And you know who called them out? The early MGTOW guys. They was like, them dudes are snake oil salesmen. Don't fall for that shit. Because they were the ones that held the line and tried to warn dudes. That's all bullshit. <laughs> but most naive young guys thought that was real. Oh, wow. Wow, he macked down two girls. He got two girls to just walk to the hotel. Let me figure out how to get gank. And please. If that would have went on and there was no MGTOW, like the PUAs was trying to kill off MGTOW because they was like, they're getting in the way of our money. They're still doing that today, by the way. And they was trying to kill them off. And, and, and G, MGTOW was trying to wake everybody up. No, nah, no, don't fall with that. If MGTOW did not step in and, and, and show these frauds as they were frauds and was misleading you young men out there and you virgins, if they didn't do that, Red Pill would be dead. Dead. Right now. It would be dead. The PUAs would have killed it. They would have killed it. Oh, shout out to Tommy Sotomayor. He was also one of the guys who he, so people will probably put him Black Manosphere, but I think he's in the lane of his own too. Tommy Sotomayor was the other dude putting it in and he sounded more, he wasn't doing no dating coach stuff. He was just hardcore. You would call it Red Pill. He was an MGTOW. The PUAs would have killed this space. So everybody that has a channel right now, you owe, I would say, Black Manosphere, Tommy, currently, not the pre-guys. Of course, we're going to talk about Thomas Sowell and all of these guys. And yes, those guys too. We're talking about the period between when the PUAs tried to put the death nail into everybody. It is 2015 to 2020. It's Black Manosphere, MGTOW. Okay, or anybody that was talking like that, Tommy Sotomayor, it was that. Without them, it would have been dead. There would You wouldn't have a channel. You wouldn't be making any money. You wouldn't be doing anything. You wouldn't be making any dough. <laughs> yeah, that was the time SJW started to be popular. That was the time Me Too movement came around. Because Me Too movement came around. What year was that? I got to get out of here in about 10 minutes. When was the Me Too movement? That's going to tell you right now, Me Too movement years. That's going to tell you. Me Too movement was 2017. Tw oh, AMS. AMS was more. Yeah, AMS was during that time, too, because I think he started 2017. If I'm not mistaken, 2017. But the Me Too years was 2017. PUA was the me too guys <laughs> that was the time when dudes was like y'all gonna get a me too so then people start going oh hold up hold up puas many there was a popular pua guy in england that got jail time for approaching some underage girls with some game shit that pua shit that he learned on pua stuff and he got arrested and thrown in jail because he tried to run some game on some teenagers over there you remember that um, Alan Roger Curry, shout out to them. That would be mode one. I guess that would be that would be the same time period, probably just prior. I know I'm forgetting names. Um, but yeah, that was yeah, the grab them by the peace leave. Yeah, dude. It was that time right there. Without that time period, without them holding it down, no red pill would have took off. And they took the hit for it. So a lot of these guys also 
are not as popular today either. And what most people don't know, if you came in the space, Anthony Johnson, if you came in the space around 2019, 2020, right when at the height of my growth, if you came in that space, you missed the dudes had laid the foundation for what we're doing today. Many of them never got monetized. Many of them never collected a dime. Many of them got lost channels, 5, 10, 15 channels. Many of them lost channels. Like they used to just get bumped. Many of them had uh, when, oh, MGTOW was freedom. Uh, Big John. Big John went on CNN. Howard Dare. These big, they went on CNN. They start, I think Howard Dare. Who was the brother that went on the Red Pill, the movie? When did that movie come out? Red Pill, the movie. The movie documentary. Red Pill documentary. 2016. There it is right there. Who's the brother that went on that? What's it? Ear from in? Paul Elam. Sorry, I'm not remembering. I'm bad with names. So the Red Pill, the movie was 2016. So they had dating coaches. They had Paul Elam. Yep. The years between 2015 and 2020. You got to thank those dudes for making, if you're making money on YouTube right now, or you got a channel and it's blowing up, just understand most of these popular guys that we're talking about barely had 20,000 subscribers. (laughs) They barely had 20,000 subscribers. Like the days where you could be like, they got a hundred thousand subscribers. Like all of us now have over a hundred K. There was no damn way you was getting no damn 100K back in the day. By the time you got to 25, <laughs> by the time you got the damn 25K, oh, Elliot Hulse too, but he was actually, he was actually big during that time too. <laughs> it's crazy. Some of these guys you're naming are new. Some of these guys you're naming are new. They didn't pop off till 2019, 2020. So guys like, uh, yeah, the Black Manosphere dudes, yeah, they took a hell of a hit. 2016, 2017. Some of these guys are new that you're naming. Like they came, they didn't even start until 2019. And most people that really got big, they didn't start till 2020, to be to be fair. Because it's now 20, it's going to be 2023. Most people that are big now, that got 100,000 subscribers, 200, 300, 400, they got 500,000 subscribers. They didn't start until 2020. Go look it up. <laughs> Go look it up. And most of the dudes that barely got 150, they've been around for five years. And their channels are dead as a doorknob. Yeah, Steph is Cole was around then. Steph is Cole, Black Ram 313. Some of the big dudes that have been laying it down for five, six, seven years, they channel are dead. They can't get, they can't grow. Like my channels are dead. It can't grow. And right around 2020, 2021, people just started making their videos. These people got 200, 300, 400,000 subscribers. (laughs) You'd be like, yo, like, wow. And that's because, and there's no hate and jealousy. That's because of the work the people before you did. The people before you took the risk 
they put their neck on the line. Angry man, Minister Jap. Minister Jap is another one. He been on this page. He been on YouTube for at least seven or eight years. I saw him today. He got 56,000 subs. How? I mean, obviously his content is very risky, but how? Anyway, people are saying, yeah, O'Shea, O'Shea, even though we don't get along, you know, he doesn't like me. I don't have a problem with him. But O'Shea, you know, Obsidian, Obsidian, Angry Man, these guys, man, they paved the way. They paved the way for a lot of you guys to get the numbers you're getting because Kevin blew up and then people rolled away. So, again, I'm not being hateful and jealous about it. I'm doing very well for myself. But, uh, yeah, man, if it wasn't for that 2015, 2020 period where the guys was just, you know, the stuff that you can say freely now, you could not even say. You couldn't even come close to saying. We used to have to come up with words and phraseologies. Oh, Darius also was around 2017, 2018. I think he definitely was around 2017, 2018. And he just started getting popular. Somebody says, "Why?" oh, I don't want to get into that. MTR is fairly new. I put him in the new. Think, think before you sleep, he's new. Those guys are all new. I'm not dissing them. Uh, strong, successful male, new. He came around. They came around and rode the new wave. All those people are new, and they got way more subscribers than anybody else, all of the originals. So, so a lot of these guys you think are really been around. Oh, yeah. Think before you sleep 2020. So, yeah, these guys are new. They're in the new category. 2020 and up, they they just started making videos. Let me see here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, what are we doing? We just bullshitting. Somebody says, Coach, could you handle being the next viral person? I don't think it would be the in anybody's best interest to be the next viral person, in my opinion. I don't think the space needs that. I think we're, you know, I think right, right now, just pearly things, whether you like it or not, is the next what you would call viral star of the red pill. And none of you guys can stop it. Is that going to be good for the red pill space? We're going to see. We're going to see. There's one thing that could put a kibosh to all of her shit pretty fast. Right. Unfortunately. And. um, And I think um, Abby and Preach just covered her and threw dirt on her. So, again, can she handle it? I'm not going to be the one in front. My channel is dead. So my channel is never going to have that. I actually have my one viral moment. That's it. That's all you can actually ask for. There's going to be somebody that's going to come in and it's not going to be the guys that are viral that that have had their in- impact now. Like the people that it blew up, it's not going to be it's not going to be them. It's going to be somebody else. Uh, I think it's just pearly things at the moment. And uh then she's going to represent all of the thoughts and talking points of whatever. Can she handle it? That's going to be the question. Cuz she's going to be put in the spotlight. Let's get to the rest of these. Shout out to Blue Baggins says, I'm a brother. And he says, it can help. 
not much downside overall. Hip hop culture is everywhere. And there are girls who seek that style of guy. I appreciate that, brother. So it might not hurt. Marriage causes divorce, says MGTOW, men guarding their own wallets. And he also says, what do you think about having kids? The family courts are against men and 304s can alienate the kid against the father. It's a nightmare. It's all a roll of the dice. There's nothing that you can do to protect yourself against it. Right. So if a woman you want to have kids with, she can do whatever she wants to do and you can be protected against it. So you got to you got to be careful about doing it and you got to take what you get from it. All right, uh, let's see here. Shout out to Ninja Snuggle. I bet she's an eight without makeup. And also, she's probably started started work at 6 p.m. That's why she didn't make that much. Yeah, that could be true, too. We don't know when she started on the shift. We don't know when she started on the shift. But I'm going to tell you, the next person to get a million subs, and it could be possible, Fresh and Fit is going to be the next one. They're almost close knocking on the door. But everybody knows them. Just Pearly Things is going to get to a million in the next three months. In the next three months. So that's going to be the next viral star of this red pill. All right, shout out to Spike Spiegel. Winter is coming. Layoffs are around the corner. Federal interest rates going up. People will get desperate. Hold the line. Hashtag Coach Gang. Thank you, brother, for that. We should be prepared at this point. Jose says she looked like an obese Grace Jones. Shout out to her. Wow. she But she's got men paying for her life, I guess. D. Rose, nice to see you live uh, once again. Oh, sorry. Live. So he says, nice to see you live once again, coach. My support to you. Thank you, Mr. D. Rose in the building. The original D. Rose. Yes, indeed. We got like a couple more. All right. What's happening, coach? This is from... Mr. Mike, he says, I'm in your home field of Vegas this week for SEMA. He says, my hotel has been upgraded and we'll check out the Omega Mark. Great place that you showed us and toured. You're going to tour Allegiant Stadium as well. I know. I couldn't do this if I was in a relationship. He says, live your life. Make yourself top priority. Gents, no XX is me. No stress. Free agent for life. Cheers. Enjoy SEMA. I'm going to try to get out there for uh, a couple of days. Maybe a day. All right, uh, we got we got two more over here. Jay Cool here. I got the permanent position that I was doing as a contract job. He says that said, I'm trying to figure out if I should, um, if I should feel good about your message here or feel bummed. But lucky is good. Hey, coach. He says my ex wife is a Puerto Rican Latina, and she has chosen me back then. So yeah, I got lucky. And she was wild at that time. All right. She's chosen me back. Okay. So you're going back to your Puerto Rican mamacita. Share with your brother. All right. Hey, listen. Loves me some Puerto Rican chicks. I love all chicks, by the way. Shout out to Jose V. He says, coach in Bangkok, you don't tip money directly. Script clubs in Bangkok would make you buy a ping pong that served as a token that you would that you would hive to the girl or give to the girl 
you like. He says the girl will get a cut and the club would too. My dumb ass bought all the ping pongs and dumped them on the stage. <laughs> oh, shit. Girls started fighting each other for the ping pong balls. Oh, my Lord. All right. Thanks for that game. You buy ping pong balls over there for Ling Ling. Ping balls for Ling Ling in the building. Let me check all the places before we get out of here. I know we got another super chat. Oh, Albert Ingram. Women want to uh, go be independent and use their body to get quick cash thinking is going to last forever. And when the plan fails, then they want to go get a man. They look at a men as a last resort. So that's sad. And that's what's happening. A lot of these girls are saying, no, forget, forget a boyfriend. I'm going to just go out there and sell. They'll sell it for a little bit. This is why I tell you and warn you about the celibates is because a lot of these girls are going to be your future wife. A lot of these girls that are doing this on OnlyFans, Instagramming, they're doing this and then they're going to turn it around and try to be your future wife. And that's you. Stay away. You guys got to do your private investigator. Age of Machines, Liberation Y, Arch, Archangel, David Carroll, which he was around, but I wasn't aware of. Hammerhand, I ran across in 2017. Shout out to Hammerhand. He's another one. He says, great stuff. He says, nope, the attitude of the scripper, she didn't want to be there. When you're dealing with sex workers, and many of us do in many varieties, many of you date sex workers and you don't even know, okay? But when you're dealing with them, don't think that they want to be doing what they're doing, and that's the danger of it. They're doing it only because they're not doing it because they like you. So you might even be dealing with them as a sugar baby. They're only doing it because they need to do it. And then at some particular point, we're going to be dealing with a lot of women. Shout out to RPM. We're going to be doing dealing with a lot of women that are going to come back later on and point the finger at you. They're going to say, and it's all Jermaine's fault. It's always Jermaine's They were like, you made me do this. You took advantage of me. I was trafficked. Me Too Movement, part 2.2. 2 they're going to turn back around and blame you for being on OnlyFans. That woman that has a husband. Remember, some woman did that. What was the girl on Twitch? The woman did that on Twitch. She said, he forced me to be out there <laughs> on Twitch. He lit she literally said, it's his fault. He making me go out on Twitch. These girls that are on OnlyFans, these girls are on Instagram stripping right now. They're going to turn around. Oh, my husband made me do it. The woman that was on the show with me that had the OnlyFans and she was married, she's going to be like, oh, well, he made me do it. He capitalized. He encouraged me to do it. He forced me to do it when I wanted to take a day off. They're going to play the victim in this situation. This is what we have to know about this new sexual revolution where women are being celibates. You better keep every receipt and every time you're dealing with a woman, you better keep a Snapchat, a snapshot of of images and text messages, you better believe somebody's going to play the victim. Shout out to Paul Porteous. Yeah, Lana Rhodes, Mia Khalifa. These are examples that the PUAs don't want us to discuss. These women have come back after getting pounded and tried to play the victim. Man. Right out. Shout out to JC. Love you, coach. He says time to get. Yo, bag and run. Gotta get my bag and run. <laughs> Marriage causes divorce. Divorce, begging a woman or a female judge for your own money or doubling down twice or doing whatever, whatever. Uh, what I want is to me, I don't want to be a screenshot. What did I say? What I want is I don't want to be the top guy. 
You know, I don't want to be the Andrew Tate. Look what happened to Kevin, Andrew Tate. They all surpassed the million mark. Uh, Fresh and Fit will surpass the million mark. I think they'll survive because they have a they have a concept that survives better than kind of, you know, Andrew Tate and um, Kevin had. Kevin became targets amongst themselves. I think Fresh and Fit are more of a podcast show that'll survive. Uh, the next one is going to be up. The next one up is going to be just pearly things. She has a similar podcast interview type of style where it's going to be tough to pin her down, but she's going to go on an individual circuit and talk, which is going to, you know, her, her talking points are going to represent us. What she's saying is going to represent us for better or for worse. So, you know, nobody's trying to hear what they're, what we're talking about. And now once they see her, see her doing it because she has the innocent white girl look, they're going to be like, who's who's telling her to say this stuff? Then they're going to come over here. They're going to come over here and start saying, who all did interviews with her? You, 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 you. Right? These people influenced her. And now, who's going to be holding the bag? That's where we at. Who's going to be holding the bag? So she's the next one. And who's after that? Anybody that has probably 100, 200, 300, maybe 400,000, y'all done. Like, maybe y'all get to a million, maybe not. I don't think you have the momentum anymore. The momentum's not there. We call the momentum. We don't have the momentum. We'll creep and crawl to 300. We'll creep and crawl to 400. But uh, <laughs> we ain't got the momentum no more. Yes, yeah, so, yeah, somebody said we at that plateau. I'm I'm at somewhat of a plateau, definitely on my bigger channels. They going nowhere. They don't make no money. They don't get pushed through the algorithm. They got they're demonetized completely. And they ain't going nowhere. I'm gonna stay right in that range between I'd be lucky to get to 250 by next year on my big channel. I'll be lucky to get to a hundred thousand on this channel in another year. <laughs> Roommates are losing subscribers as we speak. So what I'm saying is you need to ride the rocket ship. And the rocket ship is going to come by people who are hustlers, like not hustlers in a negative sense. Fresh and Fit got out there on the mainstream circuit. They went and interviewed every on everybody's podcast. That's what you're going to have to be willing to do. Uh, Pearly Things is interviewing on the circuit. You're going to have to be able to go and be, um, I, I'm, I'm venturing to say she'll pick up another 100,000 subscribers just based on Abba and Preach doing a, a video. Abby and Preach just did a video on her today. She'll pick up another 100K, 100,000 subscribers by next week. By next week. That's momentum. That's momentum. Aceto Rusko says, shout out to the notorious one in the building. In the building. Shout out to y'all, man. But yeah, some people y'all don't want as the face. Even though they got 200,000 subscribers, they ain't ready. Trust me. They're not ready. They wouldn't be able to handle it. They have a breakdown. They would have a mental ass breakdown right now. And some of these guys are really. <laughs> Somebody says, how many subscribers the roommates lost? They lost over 3,000, maybe 4,000 subs, maybe close to that. Let me look at it. I can look at it. They lost big time momentum. Social. Let me see something here. Since my interview, since my interview, they lost, since my interview and then Pearly Things, they went backwards. 
I mean, it's not a lot. It's not significant, but you don't never want to be in the business of losing subscribers. Yeah. And the last 30 days, 3K, 3K. They going backwards. So they lost 3,000 subscribers. Is that a big deal? They already have over 500,000 subscribers. So it's not a big deal. But you never want that type of stuff to happen around you. Because it's tough to build subscribers. You don't want people to just be dropping you in, in a matter of days and weeks. Because then you got to pick up that momentum. You got to make the correction. You got to weather the storm. So the Pearly Things interview was devastating. And then my interview was devastating. They had a bad week. They'll, they'll be fine, though. They'll end up getting it back. Remember, Fresh and Fit lost over 200,000 subscribers. Bigger than that. Something like that. And they came back. So you never know. Anyway, brothers, what do we got here? Somebody says, Abin Preach need to do a hit video with me, coach. Um, no, I don't think I fall into the zone, on obviously. I don't think I fall into the zone of Abin Preach doing a hit video on me. Um, Because they would have to pick the one thing that bugs them about me. And then pass it on to their audience. And I think that will work negative to them because... They actually did a hit video on Darius, and they did make Darius look goofy, right? And he lost subscribers to them, and he had to re kind of revamp what he was doing. He actually revamped it and turned it into momentum, but he lost a lot of subscribers when they did a hit video on him. He lost subscribers, and Darius reformatted the way he put out his, his content. He actually stripped it down, and he was doing kind of what I was doing, and then, then he course-corrected, which was brilliant, and then he started doing TikTok reviews. Then he just started doing TikTok responses. Now he barely even, he barely is even in the video. <laughs> like, he barely even is in the video. He basically shows TikTok, 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 TikTok. And then he comes on for like 20 seconds. And he says what he wants to say. And then he keeps it going. That's actually brilliant. So then you can't crush him on a talking point. You can't really pin him in because he's just showing you TikToks. Uh, a couple of reaction videos. So they people people went reaction video, which is a popular form of a genre, right? It's a popular genre on YouTube. And now people in this space are just doing reaction videos and they get big audiences just doing reactions. I do a form of that, but I try to teach in between. So I take a video and I make a teaching point around a bigger, broader point. Most people do the reaction video and they let the reaction video roll and then they put their points in in between. And that's just reaction and there's no diss. So that's smart. That's smart in terms of building a, a audience because you can bring people in with short attention spans and go with it. Now, I can't do that. There's a reason why I can't do that. <laughs> uh, what are we doing, man? I got to jump in the shower up in this mug. Yeah, I'm I'm teaching kind of principles and trying to entertain in between. A reaction channel is just showing you the video and then putting input. It doesn't really teach. I'm not taking away from those guys. They do it, but it just really teach, and they really don't stand on much. They're like kind of just throw something out there. They really don't stand on much. They just reacting. And that they don't have to be red pill to react. Like I can do that, and I can be anti-red pill, and reaction videos get the same response. But uh, it's smart move if your channel's monetized. If your channel's demonetized, it's a dumb move. You're not even gonna hit. You're not even gonna hit on nothing. So we're in the live stream business over here. So shout out to you. 
Shout out to you, brothers, man. I appreciate y'all for being here. I got to get up out of here. Feed the dog. Head over to my slow Tuesday. And do all of that nasty stuff. No, shout out to the coach gang. All right, man. Peace. Peace.